We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of Hello and welcome to TV Times 3 episode 170 On this episode, we've got a couple of news items. We'll be previewing the spring 2013 TV schedule, talking about recent episodes of Southland and Community, with a reality check including the Oscars. You can find full show notes with time codes for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 170. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com. And this week we have joining us... Me, (laughs) Wagner from showpatroltv.com and Red Eye. Kerr Wagner. That's right. It's me. It's me. <laughs> it's me, me, and um, me. Welcome, Kurt. For the first time in forever, I feel, <laughs> Kurt and I are on the same recording show. Yeah, for everybody else listening, Kurt, it hasn't been that long since Kurt's been on. But for yeah. Emery, it's been, it seems like a really long time since Kurt's been on the podcast. Exactly. She's been avoiding me. I've, I've been <laughs> avoiding you. It's true. Yeah, that's right. Publicly on the podcast, she's like, "Why don't you ever schedule me with Kurt?" And you know, and then privately, <laughs> and she's like, "So Jason, like, do it. not <laughs> put Kurt on the phone with me. That is not true. That is a hundred percent lies." So we're going to jump right into the news because there's not much this week. Um, FX has renewed The Americans for a second season, and as much as I'm loving it, like I really do love it, I think Carrie Russell's ridiculous. I don't know how long the show can last. Well, it can last until <laughs> Cold War's over. I guess the wall comes down. <laughs> I guess. And communist yeah. communism is defeated. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Well, I have to say that for a show that's well, two things about it. One, it's it's always hard where you're you're sort of rooting for the anti-hero, but in this case, they're like Russian spies, so. It's kind of hard to root for the, you know, them as the protagonist kind of of the of the story. But then it's also so far been interesting in that when you do one of these retro shows, sometimes when they fit historical events that really took place into the show, it feels like they're forcing it. Like it mm. doesn't feel real. Mm. And I have to say, like the attempted assassination of Ronald Reagan and stuff like that, the way they put that into the story it felt <laughs> it didn't feel like they were just trying to you know put something in to make it feel like it was uh you know actually those times or whatever i think they did a really good job with that so Agreed. so far with all the you know sort of the historical references and stuff like that it doesn't feel like they're just trying to you know like they just start talking about some subject just because they got to make you feel like that you're in you know this this certain year or whatever right Right. I want, I want, um, in that show, when they get to it, when Madonna becomes famous, I really want them to play that. Well, what year are they in now? Like 83? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That'd be when the daughter comes home dressed like Madonna. Yeah. Right. yeah. And Carrie Russell, like, freaks out. Oh, my God. <laughs> um. <laughs> So we look forward to the Mad- the very special Madonna episode of The Americans coming soon. Yes. Um, <laughs> in other news, TBS has renewed, what is it called, King of the Nerds for a second season, which is good because it's always nice to see Booger keep getting work. I've never watched an episode. I didn't even watch the premiere. But mm. people seem to like it. So 
So there. So oh, there. River Street on BBC America got renewed. Oh, did it? For a second season, yeah. Nice. Which I've been enjoying. Nice. Nice, nice. So that's our news. <laughs> that's all we had. And you know, if you want anything else, just go ahead and find it online somewhere. <laughs> are you Preferably telling- on our sites. Okay. Yes. Again, Amory, are you telling the audience where to go? I'll tell you where to go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's our news. Now we're going to move to our spring TV preview 2013. We'll head through the uh, through the week, uh, Sunday through a Saturday, and uh, talk about a few of the, you know, what the schedule is going to look like and what the what new stuff is coming. On the network side of things, uh, ABC has a new show, Red Widow, starting on March 3rd, and that'll follow Once Upon a Time in Revenge. Uh, CBS remains the, CBS and Fox remain the same, and NBC has a new show, Ready for Love, and that'll be followed by, uh, as of uh, March 31st, and that'll be followed by uh, Celebrity Apprentice as of March 3rd. And then over on the uh, cable side of things, uh, AMC still has The Walking Dead playing for a little bit. And then as of April 7th, Mad Men returns. Uh, HBO has the return of Game of Thrones on March 31st. And that'll be followed by episodes of Veep as of April 14th. Uh, History has their first ever scripted series. Uh, come in called Vikings, starting on March 3rd. Uh, Lifetime has the return of Army Wives and the client list as of April, or no, April, March 10th. Showtime continues with the uh, shameless House of Lies and Californication until uh, mid-April, when as of April 14th, Nurse Jackie and the Borges return. So what, uh, what about that stuff on Sunday nights is looking good to you? obviously going to still be watching The Good Wife and I'm really looking forward to Red Widow because I really liked what Rada Mitchell does in the premiere. Uh, I'm going to be watching Game of Thrones. I'm going to keep watching Shameless. I'm going to watch Nurse Jackie. Oh, Veep comes back April 14th on HBO. Did we talk about that? Veep. Put that in there. Veep. Because that's that. my... He did said you it. mention it? Okay. I just want to re-mention it because it's my favorite. Veep. And I'm so happy that it's coming back because I think it's hysterical. Veep. Veep. She says. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm missing a bunch of other stuff. I won't be watching anything on NBC pretty much ever again. You're not ready like. for love, Amory? I just don't I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what it's about. <laughs> they have matchmakers trying to match up, trying to fix up these three dudes. And one of them is the lead singer of the Plain White Tees, right? Something like that. I don't know. They showed the, pre- the previous show a lot of scantily clad water scenes. Oh, you know, as one does. <laughs> um, so that's oh, awesome. fun. Yeah, I'm, well, uh, I mean, the obvious ones are uh, Game of Thrones. Definitely looking forward to to that coming back for the third season. Uh, and then, as Amory said, Veep as well. That was the, the first season of that was really good. And then uh, Red Widow. I don't know. I It seems that... From some of the stuff that I've seen, it seems like people don't like the show or whatever, but uh, I liked the first, I liked yeah, the I premiere episode. Well I thought it worked pretty well, and it was intriguing enough that I was interested to see where it was going, and uh, 
so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more of that. I want to see more. I'll see a, at least one more episode, but yeah. it didn't overwhelm me. I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't I get you. knocked over. Well, I wasn't like, over. yeah, it, it, it wasn't one of those where I instant, you know, like you watch an episode and you're like, oh my God, I wish I had another one to watch right now. Right. But it's, but it maintained, I think they've advertised it pretty well. And I was intrigued to see how they pulled that off and. I thought it, it maintained that level of intrigue uh, as a continuing series that uh, I was interested in, you know, keeping up with it. Um, I'm also intrigued by Vikings. Oh, I saw Vikings. How is it? It's good. Yeah, I, I've yeah I, I've only watched the pilot so far or the first episode, and I thought it was pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, I think there are a couple things that kind of annoy me about it, but. Like, like you know, you just you're watching and you're like, oh, this is going really, uh, and then you expect something that you know you expect them to go somewhere with it, and you're kind of disappointed they don't because what they do do is kind of boring. But that being said, most of it's not boring, and it's really it's really good when the Vikings actually leave and start to venture out, you know, to the west and stuff. Yeah, it's fun. I like it. Got a kick-ass gal. Catherine Winnicky plays this kick-ass sword maiden. Yeah, that or, was, no, shield maiden. Shield yeah, maiden. That was the that was the best scene in the pilot. <laughs> She's married to the main character, who's this uh, sort of adventure. You know, he wants to go out and adventure out, venture out, and stuff like that. So it's it's good. It's fun. Um, also coming up, March thirty first is Mister Selfridge, which is on PBS on Masterpiece Classic. It's um, Jeremy Piven's first. Uh, post uh whatever that show he was on hmm. entourage entourage yeah and he plays uh this guy selfridge who worked at marshall fields in chicago and then moved to london and opened the selfridge retail stores there and became a big deal so that'll be interesting that could be interesting too but yeah i'm looking forward game of thrones is like the big deal i think for me on a sunday night yeah yeah you could uh you could really get your uh, your sort of go Game of Thrones Vikings back to back at oh, yeah. uh, and then ten o'clock. <laughs> really, your sword stuff. Yeah, get, <laughs> get your yeah. You get really your swords and sandals right there. Right. Oh, and then you know you go to the Borges. The Borges they always have some sword fighting going on too, which you don't really like, Jason. But I still love that show. Yeah, I did. I never. I just couldn't get into the first season. I don't know. I think it was unfortunate. It sort of it started at the same time as Game of Thrones, so there was mm. always that pales in comparison thing. But I enjoy it, and I like the acting. I think um, the stories are pretty compelling. So I'm looking forward to that too. It's going to be busy Sunday nights for me. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the, the yeah busy Sunday nights continue. That right now it's the uh, the Sunday Monday. <laughs> it kills you <laughs> with just like all the TV shows are on those two days. Yeah. So that's Sunday. All right. Speaking of Monday, over on the network side, uh, the next season of Dancing with the Stars starts as of March 18th, and uh, then you know the rest of the the rest of the schedule is pretty much the same on CBS, CW, and Fox as it is now. And then NBC has The Voice, followed by Revolution turning returning on uh, March 25th. Which can't come soon enough for NBC. It's true. <laughs> After the last couple months for them. 
uh, over on the cable side of things, uh, A&E has uh, the new show uh, Bates Motel starting up as of March 18th. Uh, ABC Family has uh, The Secret Life of the American Teenager returning as of March 18th, which will be, oh, sadly, its final season. Can't be a teenager forever. (laughs) And then uh, Showtime has The Big C returning on April 29th. Uh, Sci-fi continues on with the continuum being human and lost girl uh, for into uh, April. And same with the TNT with the Dallas and uh, Monday mornings continue on into early April. And uh, that's Mondays. Mondays for me, I think mostly, uh, I mean, you know, continue to be watching, you know, the following and castle and, and all the sci-fi stuff that I've been watching, but I'm really interested to see base hotel. Bates Motel, I saw the pilot, and it's really moody and creepy, and um, Norma, who we've only met as a dead woman up in the attic from Psycho and that kind of stuff, is very creepy as a live person. Hmm. And what's her, who plays her? Is it Vera Farmiga? Yes, Vera Farmiga, and she's really good. Um, But yeah, that's really creepy and looks good I'm, I'm excited to see more of it I don't know creepy shows and I don't always get along <laughs> but I'll check it out is it because they're creepy Amory it is I don't love a creepy show what else am I going to watch on Mondays the following until it ends and then um, I'm debating on whether I'm actually going to watch The Voice or not this season because my brother tried out and he got a second call back and then they were like keep trying we'll come back next year like really come back next year because we really want you but we have like fit our quota of like singer songwriters this season so I'm like well they can't take my brother who's incredible then I'm not really sure I want to pay attention maybe they're just saving him for the fall Maybe. We'll they see. They suck. They do suck. Um, but it was still awesome to like be at the tryouts. That was a lot of fun. Revolution, I'll check out when it comes back. Just because I actually don't even remember how it ended. I feel like I deleted it off my DVR without watching it. <laughs> it ended with them running away in a helicopter flying up. Oh, that's right. There the was compound. a helicopter. Okay. I remember the helicopter. Because they were miraculously able to get this thing from deep down in the bowels of this power plant. Of course they were. To the helicopter in like 30 seconds. So did they restore power and everything? They restored enough power for a helicopter to take off. Boy. Yeah. Boy. Boy is right. It'll be interesting to see how well that does after this long layoff. Oh, I know. That's another thing, NBC. I don't know. That's not a very good strategy to me is, is making things go away for so long, especially when they're successful. Well, I can see right. on one hand that they wanted to – it was successful paired with The Voice, and so they were like, well, let's not you know, not do that. But I'm still interested to see these long gaps in these types of shows have never worked out very well. Exactly. Uh, granted, Revolution had one of the better audiences going out. As some of these shows, a lot of these other ones were really already dying – a lot of the shows that get mentioned in these that got killed off by these things were already sort of dying and it was it was the long gap that killed them. Yeah. Revolution was still doing pretty well ratings wise right. for them. So if if this if the gap kills that, then you you'll for sure know that a long gap between shows is not a good idea. Right. 
for you anything. know i haven't seen the only thing is i can say is i haven't really seen a lot of people being like i can't wait for revolution to come back so do people care anymore i don't really think so i don't know maybe um, maybe as this month as nbc starts to rev things up to start promoting it again and stuff maybe people will be like oh the revolution's coming back because <laughs> really it is out of sight out of mind right I don't know. What else is on Mondays? I forget already. Um, I'll be watching <coughs> Carry Diaries and I don't know. That's it. I do a lot of catch up on Mondays, but I'll be doing the following. It'll be a murder mayhem night, the following and Bates Motel. Ooh. Yeah. That's <laughs> got a couple. Oh, and then of- April um, Defiance starts on sci-fi. I just got Defiance today. Yeah, so did I. In a fancy so- container. So I'm excited to see that. Um, that's about the Earth becomes a battlefield for a bunch of space people, I guess, right? Aliens. And then sort after of. it's all after it's all over, everybody's trying to live together. Yeah. And there's somebody says, "Can we all just get along?" So what's the that, that's got a premiere date now? Defiance has always had a premiere date. Oh, I've yeah. never really seen it, and it was- April 15, I think, Monday, April 15. Yeah. Oh, so April 15th. Yeah, I guess. Yes. So about the time where being human and stuff like that in their run. Right, right. And that's going to be, is Warehouse 13 coming back on the same, around the same time? Because there's got to be, it seems like there's something else coming at the same time that that they're not going to. It could be uh, April. You would think so. That they're not going to just have Defiance on by itself. Maybe April. Maybe April. But yeah, uh, as Kurt and I were kind of talking about before. I'm definitely interested to see Defiance after seeing the the sets and hearing about all the stuff that's gone into putting this show together. I'm really interested to see whether the show is any good or not. It's actually any good, yeah. Because with all yeah. the stuff and the tie-in with the game and and everything, if it's not good, that'll be that'll be pretty bad. But I'm also interested to see. Whether it's good or not, whether they can get people to tune in for it, I hope so, especially if it's good, because they definitely have put a lot into it, and the the sets were quite impressive. Yeah. Which I'll have more about once it's closer to the closer to it actually premiering. Yeah, so that's Monday. I'm sure I'm forgetting something that I'm going to watch, but that's Monday. All right. On to Tuesdays, where ABC has its new show, Splash. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> which which i believe will be a belly flop of, of a yes. show just i'm like, gonna call it splat yeah, just, <laughs> just like the ads are showing uh that starts up on uh, march 19th uh and that'll be followed by the dancing with the stars results show as of uh, march 26th and then body of proof which has just recently started back up CBS has NCIS, the NCISs, and then which will be followed by new show Golden Boy as of well here this week uh, the February twenty sixth and then it plays for two or three weeks and then it moves to Friday nights and Vegas returns as of March twelfth. Uh, the CW has Heart of Dixie and Colt, which just started yes. up recently, and. Uh, NBC has uh, you know the second hour of The Voice as of the 26th, and then Smash recently returned and Go On and the New Normal will fall in between there. And then over on cable, uh, Justified 
and Cougar Town continue to play on into early April. So what are Tuesdays looking like? Um, Heart of Dixie and not Cult ever and <laughs> um, Cougar Town and obviously the Fox Comedies and I will check out Golden Boy, but I don't have high hopes for it. I don't know. I, I don't think anything else. Yeah, from those that have seen it, I haven't heard much good about Golden Boy. Yeah, it, would, yeah. it didn't impress me. He's good looking, but that's not enough. That's not enough. I mean, sometimes it's enough. Not in this case. But it's case. not. Not in this case. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be watching Still Justified and Cougar Town and the Fox Comedies. Yeah. Yeah, that and and go on, and then but I'll yeah go on. I'm interested I'll watch. to see more. I'm interested to see more of Cult. I've only seen the first episode. I'm interested to see the next couple episodes to see whether it's going to continue to be interesting to me or or just too convoluted, which it has the uh, very much the potential to be. To it's be. incredibly too convoluted. Well, I think they had a lot to do in one, you know, forty-two minute episode. And so if it still feels that way after they've had, you know, a couple more episodes to give you uh, to give you the gist of everything that's going on, then, you know, maybe not. But so far, it's still interesting to me. Yeah. Mm. I don't think there's anything else I'm watching. Okay. Well, with that, we'll move on to Wednesdays, which uh, ABC has suburgatory moving uh, up to follow the middle as of April 3rd and the week before the neighbors ends its first season. And then as of April 3rd, uh, how to live with your parents for the rest of your life, uh, oh. premieres. And then that'll be followed by Nashville. And then later on in when suburgatory ends its run, a show called the family tools is scheduled to come on towards the end of, or sometime in May to finish out or to, to run for however many few episodes they have of that before it gets canceled before, before, before they tell you that it's pretty much already been canceled before it gets put on the air and it wasn't very good either. So let's see what else. And then CBS, the CW and Fox and NBC all pretty much remain the same as they are now. And then over on cable, uh, the Americans continues to play, uh, Southland continues to play, and Psych returns on USA Network as Yay! February Woo! 27th. I can't wait for Psych. I mean, I've seen the first three episodes of Psych, and to be in its seventh season, and the third episode of the seventh season to have been one of my favorites that they've ever done in seven seasons, I mean, I just, it's amazing. Which one was the third one? The Blair Witch episode. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. It's incredible. <laughs> I, I just, oh, I can't live without Psych. And it makes me sad to think that USA is kind of trying to jettison it. I mean, I know it's been on for a long time, but the fact that they're still producing quality, quality stuff. I don't know. Um, they still have a huge following. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I just love it. And, um... I'll be watching the ABC. Wait, tell me again what ABC comedies are going to be on Wednesdays. Uh, well, it's going to be the middle, the neighbors, Modern Family, Suburgatory until the end of March, and then it'll okay. be the middle, Suburgatory, Modern Family, How to Live with Your Parents 
for the rest of your life as of April 3rd. Oh, that show sucked. <laughs> it was so bad. And Family Tools was so bad, which we haven't talked about. But, oh, my God. I don't know. Sarah Chalk is incredible, and she's horrible in the show. Same with Elizabeth Perkins. <laughs> That's the thing. I is love they, Brad Garrett. Oh, it's just so bad. Is the cast is like a bunch of funny people or a bunch of people that have been funny in other stuff. Right. And what they have them doing in here is uh, much of it is not funny. And it's, yeah, it just, th- there was not much about the first episode that would ever want get you to even want to watch a second episode. Oh, it's so bad. But obviously I'll keep watching The Americans because I love it. And Psych is going to be awesome. I'm still watching Chicago Fire, which I've come around to. Um, Survivor, obviously, I'm still watching. And yes, I'm still watching Whitney. (laughs) 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 I just can't stop laughing about it. It's not a good show by any means. I just can't stop watching it. (laughs) Well, well, in in a few weeks... When Guys with Kids fin- finishes its season, you'll be able to get uh, Whitney followed by Whitney repeats. So you can get an Live hour of Whitney. Nice. A full hour of Whitney. What about you guys? What are you watching Wednesdays? Uh, for me, I'll be watching you know, The Americans in Southland. Uh, oh, Southland. I forgot Southland. I love Southland. And, you know, and, and Nashville. But oh, and Nashville. Def- I like that but too. definitely looking forward to the return of Psych. And, uh, you know, the uh, I haven't I didn't haven't gotten a chance to watch all three of the episodes we have available, but I watched the first one, and it was good. It's a little, it's one of those where it's a little hard when they have a main character get shot. And, you know, it's the father of one of the of the you know, yeah. of the other main character that at least they had him look like he was out of the woods relatively si- soon because some of the silliness was almost too, you know, you, it doesn't quite work when it's, there's a I mean, spoiler alert, because everybody else doesn't know if they haven't watched it that Henry survives. Yeah, but by the time this is out... Is it going to be out after Wednesday night? It, it'll. It, this won't go out till till sometime after this aired, so... or well, I'll, or it I'll airs cut that Wednesday. Out. Yeah, so... Okay. But uh, I'm pretty sure everybody knows that by now, but... Uh, I'm just saying, <laughs> we don't want to spoil anybody. Well, um, but if you've only watched the By premiere, the time anybody's listening to this, they will have known, because this won't be out till probably Thursday morning. So, anything about that episode is the, the morgue guy. Oh, my God. Showing up with a body bag? <laughs> everywhere body everywhere bag he goes. Every, every 10 minutes. <laughs> like oh. he's telling Juliet, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. Why do you have two body bags underneath your but If you watch the first episode, Kurt, I mean, Jason, and you haven't watched two and three and you thought, like, to me, it went good, better, best of the three yeah. episodes we got. I think you're so, right. So, like, it's incredible. Well, I just think um, it's it, because of the tone of the show in general, when they yeah. hit a more serious note, it it's a little rocky for some of the stuff. But they had they had some really good... Uh, they had some. They did have some really good lines, though, throughout the, yes. throughout the episode. So, and and a, a couple of really good references. <laughs> That's the thing with that show. You almost have to watch it a couple times to catch everything. Exactly. Because it's so fast. They're so fast, exactly. and they're jokes. And and sometimes it just doesn't register. You have to go back and go. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. What 
else is on Wednesdays that everybody's watching? Well, I think I'm with you guys. I have a very busy nine o'clock on Wednesdays. Yes. Psych Americans Nashville Southland. Yes. Yeah. That and uh, I'll still be watching Arrow. Oh yeah, I'll be watching Arrow. Arrow too. I still watch that too. But yeah, definitely a crowded, uh, a, cr- a crowded end of the night <laughs> to close yes. out prime time there. All right, so with that, we'll move on to Thursday. Uh, on the network side of things, if Zero Hour is still around into the spring, <laughs> I'd be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Although it may be one of those that they just decide to they don't have anything else to put there, so they'll just play they'll just play it out anyways, even though it's not likely to ever do more than however many eight or ten episodes they have of it. You know, I finished. I watched that this week because I had only seen the pilot, so I watched it again last week. I guess it was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> awesome. So <laughs> so it got actually got better in its second week. Is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Anyway, go on. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Enough bagging on zero hour <laughs> for now. CBS. The CW and Fox uh, continue on uh, with the uh, and NBC for the most part is the same until April fourth when uh, new show Hannibal uh, premieres on NBC, which hopefully is good and maybe could re- <laughs> will revive that Thursday night slot for NBC. Yeah, uh, NBC needs something to go good for them. I mean, I really want it to be good because I really, really, really love Brian Fuller so much. Yeah. <sighs> but I don't know. You don't think it's going to be? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I yeah. hesitate. Well, it's one I of hesitate those that to it, fall for it. It's one of those that it could be, but yet still nobody watches. Exactly. Right. Like I a mean, week. Granted, oh. with the name Hannibal, it's got potentially a higher factor of people maybe at least giving it a shot. Yeah. Because uh, some of the shows that they've put in that slot, nobody's even watched to begin with to even, to build any word of mouth that is good, you know? Right. So, yeah, I, I hope it, it turns out to be good uh, just because, you know, contrary to a couple episodes ago, it's not like I really root for shows to be bad. <laughs> 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 and then over on uh, the cable side of things, uh, FX still has uh, will have Archer and legit episodes and anger management episodes running into April. Archer's genius. And then uh, on TBS, I know Amory can't wait for the return of Minute Work as of can't April fourth. Cannot wait. You know, I think I've watched two episodes of that show, <laughs> it, and uh, that, and that was painful. Like to get to the st- through the second episode. Ah, it's another case of a great cast who cannot. The comedy's just not any good. It's um, painful to know that that made it. And Wedding Band didn't. <laughs> exactly. <Ugh. laughs> I still can't figure out why they had Wedding Band on Saturday nights anyway. I don't know. And I love how it kind of defied it and, like, did well on Saturday nights. Yet they canceled it anyway. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Well, I think Ugh. I think for that show, I think the main problem possibly with that show, even though it did pretty well on th- on Saturday nights is that it was so far past when they had actually filmed it that the probably the potential of them getting the band back together was you know maybe not as as good as they uh you know that could have been one of the problems of, of yeah. continuing on with it 
but yeah, that that should have. I would have definitely loved to have seen that show come back. So what else is on Thursdays? Obviously, I'll keep watching The Office till the end, even though I hate it. And I'll keep watching Parks and Rec forever. And I like 1600 Pen, and I'm sad to say it's probably going to get canceled. Um, Hannibal, Archer, because Archer's genius and never fails to make me cry with laughter. Um... Big Bang, I'll keep watching. I, I'm hate watching Glee at this point. Hate <laughs> watching. But it's one of those things where, like, I cannot, I, I stopped for a while and went back to it. It is so bad that I can't turn away. <laughs> car wreck television. <laughs> it's car wreck television. It's awful. Anyway. Uh, I have not been watching it. But Archer, and you know what? FX, I love legit, too. I do, too. I was surprised. I was surprised, but it's very good. I'm not surprised that you like it, Amory. Well. Because I didn't. Yeah, I was surprised that I like it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Hannibal, and I'm hoping that it's going to be good. You know, continue. I'll continue to watch uh, Scandal and uh, Elementary. And I would like to watch Person of Interest, but apparently my DVR doesn't want me to. Because the last two weeks, everything else that I've set to record on Thursday Night Records, except for Person of Interest. I didn't think Person of Interest was on. No, it was yeah. on. It had two new episodes. Last week's episode was the, uh, was a big episode. It was Sarah Shahi as a guest oh, star okay. and, and stuff. Pissed me off when I came home. And <laughs> it, it, Pissed me off! Well, because there's, like, like I've said before, Person of Interest is one of two shows on TV that you can't find anywhere else. Um, Warehouse 13 season 4.5 will begin airing June 29th, not June 22nd. Okay, so that'll be coming in the summer. So that's a, that's a summer preview. <laughs> Spoiler alert. That doesn't... Spoiler alert. I just we're not Eddie doing just, that till June. Eddie just tweeted that. So so that's Thursday. He must have heard us. Huh? I said he must have heard us asking about he it. He must have. He was listening in. Yeah, Thanks, you, didn't, you didn't know that... Eddie McClintock is secretly listening to all our podcasts live as we that's that's the type of thing we do for stars is, exactly. I didn't say we, anything let is we let them listen live <laughs> and they hang up midway through. <laughs> oh my god okay with that we're on to Friday Friday, Friday. will which will be the home for happy endings as of uh, March 29th where we'll get uh, two episodes a night until it finishes out uh, the season, which hopefully won't be the end of the show completely. Maybe when they see how badly uh, How to Live with Your Parents until the title of this uh, show is over. Um, <laughs> maybe when they see how bad that does, they'll move that to Fridays and put happy endings back on Wednesdays. Yeah, well, I don't, yeah, I don't know. That's so... Uh, Speaking of them doing more seasons of that, unless they have a, their new development their, of comedies coming up that they're working on now for pilot season, unless they think they've got a bunch of stuff there, uh, I don't see you know, how to live with your parents or family tools uh, making it. And they've already canceled Don't Trust the Bee, and so you know, maybe they keep happy endings as, yeah. as, as a show that, to – that at least has a, co a core audience, you know, kind of like a community that that will probably follow it wherever it ends up on the on whatever night, like Amory. I will watch it wherever it goes. 
Okay, CBS has, <laughs> uh, <laughs> as I mentioned earlier, Golden Boy will be moving uh, after it airs two or three times on uh, Tuesday nights. It'll be moving to take over uh, the CSI New York time slot as of uh, April 8th, or no, April 8th, March 8th. And uh, then you have uh, Nikita and Colt Encores uh, on CW, Kitchen Nightmares and Touch on Fox. Uh, NBC has uh, Fashion Star uh, starting up as of uh, March 8th. And The Return of Grimm, another one of those shows that's been <laughs> uh, gone for uh, quite, a, quite a bit of time. Uh, as of return as of March 8th. And then over on uh, cable, uh, IFC has a new show out there, which started this last week. Uh, that follows, I did not like. That follows Portlandia, and after Portlandia ends, it'll move up a half hour as of March 8th, and then be followed by reruns of itself. Uh, Reels Channel has 13, or Roman numeral 13, returning for a second season uh, as of March 29th. Uh, Stars has Spartacus uh, running uh, into the into the spring, and then it'll be followed by Da Vinci's Demons as of the twelfth of March, and then it'll take over the Spartacus time slot as of the following week mm-hmm. on the nineteenth. And then Sci-Fi still has a uh, Merlin uh, playing its final. I think it's the final season that's playing. Yeah, it is into the spring. So what about Fridays other than happy endings? Anything else? Um, Spartacus. I'm watching Spartacus. Um, which I love. I love Spartacus. And, and Da Vinci's Demons, I've watched the first couple episodes. It's good. Is I it? like it. I'm into the costume dramas, I've decided, though. I don't think that starts till April 12th, though. I think you said March. But it's really good. And it's fun to see this guy who... It's fun to see they show him like you know inventing things and fighting and and wooing women <laughs> and taking on all these powerful Italians. At any rate, it premieres the night the night of the finale of Spartacus. It premieres after it, and uh, April. 20th. Yeah, and then takes over the time slot the following week. Yeah, I'm looking then, forward uh, to seeing that one. Scram. I'll watch Grimm when it comes back. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking I mean, forward I was, to like, it. That was another one I was like, geez, could this be gone longer? Right? And it's not even a new season. Yeah. But I, remember they started it early last summer. They started really early on Yeah, that was the thing. Is yeah. that that's why it's, you know, and then it's it's had a pretty long gap as well. Uh, but also was having a really good season. Like they were, <laughs> they were right. just finally getting into more of the you know, sort of the mythology of the show uh, in the second season. And then it's been, you know, quite the long hiatus for for that. So, you know, if, if Hannibal somehow does well and, you know, Grimm returns pretty decently for what it does on Friday nights and if Revolution and The Voice return, you know, they could <laughs> they could have a complete turnaround ratings-wise just <laughs> to finish out they the could. season. Which would, be, which would be the ultimate roller coaster of a of a TV rating season for, for NBC. It'd be first place, last place, and then jump back up into the, towards the top. That would be something else. Um, 
Spartacus. God, Spartacus is killing me this year. It's killing me. It's killing me. And I love it, but it's killing me. <laughs> Do you have blood splashed all over your apartment or your house? Uh, it feels like it. Uh, somehow I jumped back um, in time and I had you moving into a, back into an apartment, Amory. Yes, I'm back in the apartment. <laughs> After this water heater bullshit, though, uh, for, I do want to move back to an apartment and let somebody else take care of it. Where you're not responsible for everything. Yeah, where I don't have to take care of it. <laughs> uh, for me on Fridays, I'll continue to watch Nikita. Oh, yeah, Nikita. And, uh, and looking forward to the return of Grimm and uh, definitely interested in checking out uh, Da Vinci's Demons. Cool. So All there right. you have Friday. And uh, with that, we'll end the week with Saturday, because I know that everybody's looking forward to ABC's new show, Bet on Your Baby. What? <laughs> what is Bet on Your Baby? <laughs> I have no idea, but it's some game show that they've obviously done. Oh, my done. God. But it's called Bet on Your Baby. It starts on April 6th. Of course it is. Jesus. <laughs> and uh, oh, then, God. you know. I mean, Reruns and repeats uh, throughout, including uh, encores of the following, or continue on on Fox, and then uh, on uh, cable, uh, BBC America apparently is going to have a big night as of March 30th, March 30th with a new show Orphan Black, uh, the return of Doctor Who, and The Nerdist all showing up as of uh, that night. So... If you're looking for TV on a Saturday night, BBC America is the place BBC for you. BBC America is where to be. Um, yeah, well, Doctor Who I love, and I still love. Yeah. And I saw the first episode of that Orphan Black, and it's a little, uh, it's a little weird, but that doesn't mean it's not enjoyable. Hmm. Sometimes, a, sometimes a little weird can be enjoyable, Kurt. Yes, she is a clown, but she doesn't know she's a clown. Huh. So, spoiler alert, clone, you're a clone. <laughs> spoiler alert, clone, you're a clone. So the same actress plays all these versions, these clones of herself. Yeah. Um, as the one, the main clone is discovering all this stuff. And they're all very different in their lives, you know, how they were brought up and what they're doing and all that kind of stuff. So it's like really twisty that way. I want to see more because I want to see like, you know, where it goes. It's always hard with the first episode. You got to set up all the uh, weird stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. But there's some hella hot naked boys in it. (laughs) That's why Kurt and I tune into TV, everybody, if you were not aware. (laughs) No, that's just the added bonus. That's all. Right, exactly. Because I would never watch it just for that. <laughs> oh, and don't forget that on... Um, yeah, there's got to be at least some semblance of a story around the Naked Boys. Yeah. yeah. Well, Although that sounded they're... really weird. Uh, let's go with Naked Men. <laughs> What's that? I said, I said that sounded really weird, so let's go with Naked Men in the show. Uh, <laughs> although, for me, I'm not interested in either, so... <laughs> Oh my god. Hey, don't uh, forget Saturday, March 16th, the Hallmark movie Tom, Dick, and Harriet. What is that? I don't know, some movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's some movie about some Tom, know. Dick, and Harriet. Tom, Dick, and Harriet. Well, that's Tom, Dick, and Harriet. Okay, um, I think the spring preview is sufficiently devolved <laughs> into absurdity as, it, as it's wont to do. And, so uh, that's our- 
I want to just say that Amory has kept her promise from the previous episode. <laughs> <laughs> I did. This is a promise I make to you guys. Why does Fossil always put out new patterns when I can't afford it? Anyway, spoiler alert. Moving on to prime time. We're only talking about two shows today because we went on for a while about the spring preview. Um, our first show, Southland, season five, episode two, Heat. Southland is the kind of show that goes on, you know, normal episode, everything's fine. You can kind of guess what's going on. You know that Chad Michael Murray's kind of cheating, you know, and he, you could just know there's something weird there. And then, boom, the last second happens and you're like, damn, Regina King. Yeah. Also, I totally didn't recognize Chad Michael Murray <laughs> until, like, well into the episode. Because of the bushy stash. With that... With that huge cop mustache uh, yeah. and all of a sudden I was like whoa One Tree Hill what's going on One Tree Hill <laughs> <laughs> this was an amazing episode though I thought oh I thought it was so good and a little into his, his new partner but isn't it just how Southland is that they just crush you yes yeah I mean all a lot of the the storylines they had Ben going after it, somebody had shot it. He thought somebody had shot his friend. And so he's doing everything he can to try and find out who it was. But the guy was lying. And so everything that he did only helped to start a war that hadn't really started. You know, exactly. Between, and, a, and a kid got killed. Yeah. And, 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 a, yeah. and an innocent kid gets killed. And then, and then you've got Lydia the whole time. Who's just like pretty much like, <laughs> Does not want to be a mom, wants to, yeah. you know, wants to get back to being a cop and stuff like that. And then her mom dies at the end oh of the God. episode and and her standing there with her baby and watching her mother be wheeled off. Oh well, it was so horrible, too, because her partner talked her into going out to meeting some of her friends. So she wasn't even home when it happened and she could have been home. Yeah. And, you know, maybe something could have been done or if somebody had been there. What a yeah, guilt. It's all, yeah, just the, and then you've got the, the cop, uh, the other cop pair where the, the new cop is a former soldier and oh, he's pretty much, partner, yeah. he, the only yeah. reason he's there is to collect a paycheck pretty much, you know, you've, you, you come to pretty much find out in the first episode and then this episode when some whack job pulls out a gun, he just, and he hides behind he the car, he ends up cowering behind the car. Yeah. Yeah, the scene when the when uh, he what is it John takes his badge off of him. Yeah, it's just like I was getting shot at. You, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> yeah, I just think oh. But it was just like you know nothing was really said. He just walks up to him basically, you know, for the most part, and and listen. You know, the guy tries to give some response, and he just takes his uh, his badge. Takes yeah. his badge. It was. Well, you know, the thing about Cooper is he, you know, I love it when he goes on a call and somebody's a total dumbass, you know, like the, like in the first episode of the season when they were filming that movie and and the mm -hmm. neighbors called, you know, and, and he basically, you know, he, I love it. I like cheer when he calls somebody numb nuts. <laughs> um, but the thing about him is when he balls them out or when he rips on them like that, you know, he's mad. But it's like he realizes, you know, they're fools and they don't know any better. But 
Right. When he doesn't say anything, it's almost like he's basically saying to you, you know, you're a lost cause. Right. I have nothing I can do. You know, there's nothing I can say or do that's going to change anything about you, which is what he did to that guy, that cop. Yeah. You know, by just not saying anything and just taking his badge. I mean, he was basically throwing in the towel and saying, you know, nothing here for you, buddy. Yeah, because, like, previously you have the scene with him and the, the lady who's, like, pissed off at him for taking an ice cream break. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, cops aren't allowed to have breaks for some reason. I love that. I loved it. <laughs> and he just gets in her face and and uh, he's like, here, this you you paid for this ice cream, so <laughs> you want it? <laughs> but, yeah, and then that contrasted with the, the scene at the end where he just, get you know, gets out of the ambulance and walks over and takes the guy's badge. Yeah, the show is – it's got action, you know, but it, it revolves around some interesting situations, uh, you know, that they're – that they deal with in the show and then the way that it's filmed and put together. And I I personally like it that they've cut it down to only one set of detectives and they're mainly – and so most of the time is spent following the uh, the cops on patrol because that's right. – Oh, I miss Chicky. I really like Chicky. I miss her. But that's always been the more interesting side of things to me all along. So, and I miss Tom Everett Scott. Well, he could still. And pop I miss up. Kevin Alejandro. Oh my god. <laughs> well, he's not going to pop back up. <laughs> he's not going to show back up. I know. Good lord, yeah. though. Do I? You know, does that show Golden make Boy, me man. cry? He's in Golden Boy. Yes, I like him. But he's not very likable on there. No, that's what I read or hear. So that was Southland. It continues to be a punch in the gut. In a good way, every time I'm watching it. Yeah. Um, and I can't wait for more. And I wish more people were watching it because it needs to go on forever. It's so, so yeah. it's so amazing. It's so amazing. Everybody in the show is doing fantastic work. Sean mm-hmm. Hattesey is just, I love him. Right. But anyway, Southland, season five, episode two. Watch it. Watch it. Um, our next show is a show I don't care if you watch ever again. Community. <laughs> Season four, episode three, Conventions of Space and Time. So everybody who's watching Community now, knowing that Dan Harmon is no longer participating in the show, not by his choice, by Sony's, by NBC's choice, right? Everybody's now like, oh, I just, Community is no good. And um, it, to me, has been the exact same show. And Dan Harmon being involved or not does not change it to me. And I just don't understand why people worship it. <laughs> I loved this episode. Yeah, I, I, I really liked this episode. I thought it was really good. It, again, as with the, the first episode of the season, uh, it seemed to me it felt like a community episode to me. Uh, and, you know, the whole thing revolving around the the Inspector Space Time Convention, I thought was uh, really funny. It just, I don't know, there was a bunch of stuff in there that worked for me that I thought was funny. and and uh, But I haven't really seen, I haven't really seen any, or really sought out any, like, reviews or stuff of, this, of the, the second or third episode, uh, like I did with the first episode. But has, so, is that what you're saying, Amory, is pretty much... That people seem to still be on that same bandwagon as they were with the first episode yeah. is that it, you know, they might say it's good, but they they say it's you know the, sort of the same but different. It, you know, it doesn't feel yeah, the same. Yeah, here's or, the thing: like I don't like I didn't 
hate this episode. I thought this episode was perfectly fine. But like I said, I don't think it's a genius show. I never really did. And everybody who's trying to blame its lack of genius this season on the fact that Dan Harmon is gone, the show doesn't feel any different to me. So I don't understand it. Yeah. Well, see, to me, the genius of community is is housed in like about five episodes. <laughs> and then there's a, a bunch of like really good episodes and then – you know, then there's the handful on the other side of completely terrible episodes that didn't work. And I think every episode uh, now that Dan Harmon is gone is being measured against those five genius episodes and not being measured against the series as a whole. Mm. And I think as against the series as a whole, I think they fit <laughs> just fine. Well, the other thing is people just like to complain. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what the internet's for, right? Isn't that why they built it? Yeah. I mean, I think that a lot of people will just say that just because. You know, it could be one of the top ten episodes of Community, you know, and and they would still find fault with it just because of what has transpired. Yeah. Um. My, one of my least but, favorite people in the world, but also one of my favorites, Trisha Helfer, showed up. I just don't like the see, you know, the talking through her teeth acting, but I don't hate her. <laughs> it's hard to explain. Um, so that was a fun little having her participate in it. Um, I thought Matt like Lucas Annie was when Annie goes insane. I, she does do the talking through her teeth acting, but I think uh, you notice that because you're a woman. I think uh, all the guys watching it don't ever look at her teeth. So <laughs> I don't think they, I don't think that really bothers them as much. And women are bitchy about things about them. She does it. Katie Sackhoff does it. There was someone else I was just watching who does it. Oh, it just women drives me crazy. Catty toward other women. I'm not catty towards other women. I mean, I am sometimes. I am sometimes, but I just don't understand why you can't open your mouth when you talk. You know, it's a sisterhood. You should support and love. I will if they talk like a normal person. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, I mean, it was, a per- I, I don't know. I'm glad that, what's his name, was fired? <laughs> okay, let you us know, know out I there. Thought- if you've been watching Community, let us know, what do you think of the first three episodes? Do you think that No, I don't mean Dan Harmon. I mean Chevy Chase. Oh, Chevy Chase, yeah. No, but I want to hear from people that, from other people about the show. Let's get him on the line. The Let's get him on the line. Yeah. Dan Harmon, <laughs> yeah. oh number one. Yeah, so leave a, leave a comment at tvtimes3.com slash 170 or send an email to feedback at tvtimes3.com and let us know what you think about community. Whether yes. you think it feels different or the same, you know, let us know. Well, you know what? I thought the convention, the Inspector Space Time convention, that world was rendered really well and mm-hmm. and, you know, accurate in the way that Comic-Con is. And I love Matt Lucas and what he did with playing. You know, I I love that whole thing where it was like, you know, Troy gets jealous of this new friend and this new friend wants to steal Abbott away. I I, I thought that was all really funny and hilarious. I did. You know what I did like? I liked Britta climbing out the window in the morning when he's like, I know you guys are sleeping together. (laughs) Why have you said anything? I like donuts. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but see, I like that silliness of this show all the time. I, I just chuckle at the silliness of it. Oh my God. I'm a nerd, okay? I'm a nerd. Just leave me alone. You're a nerd. You're a nerd, man. I also liked 
Annie going over the top with like her first like big outing to stay in a hotel and all the, you know, and the room service and, and, and stuff around that. I thought that was all, that was all pretty funny as well. And then, you know, Jeff being mistaken for an actor that plays the bad guys. Yeah, for the, for the, the bad guy, the villain. I thought, you know, I thought that all worked really well. Yeah, Emery, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, Emery, do you have anything about... And with that. Do you have any reality to talk about? I do have some reality to talk about. Okay. Um, But I forget what I watched this week. Okay. Um, That's why I wrote it down for you. Thank you. Um, I'm trying to think of what order I want to go in. So we didn't... We talked about The Amazing Race last week, so I will talk about Survivor first. Um... I just oh top shit well survivor's on first. We'll talk about survivor. Um I don't really Philip is an is a crazy person. He is a legit crazy person. I think that it was a dumb idea to bring him back. Um though I guess he is getting people interested in the tribe. I don't remember why Brandon is or Brendan or whatever his name is, Lohansa's nephew. I don't understand why he's back because I didn't think he was a good player either time he was there. Um I just, I don't know. I don't love that there's already all of this fighting among the teams. Like, you're there for six days. Six days. Anyway, I just, I'm still watching, but it's not so far my favorite of the season. I mean, of all the seasons. Um, So, Survivor, you're on notice. Um, Top Chef Seattle. I cannot say Top Chef. It, It never works out for me. Top Chef. I am glad that we're going to have a female winner for sure because it's down to Kristen and Brooke. And I think both of them are very solid chefs. And I think that either of them could take it. And I would not be upset if either of them did win, though I kind of feel like Brooke should win because Kristen was from Last Chance Kitchen and she hasn't been there for like eight weeks. So Brooke, so apparently I'm for neither Brooke. one of them uh, cooks through her teeth. Um, neither of them cooks through their teeth that I'm aware of. Um, it makes it really hard to taste the food. Oh my god, you guys are awful to me. You're so mean to me. <laughs> You're not really that mean to me. It's fine. Um, and that's Top Chef. And then, so the Amazing Race was on, and I legit I did a fast for I did a revenge fast forward watch because I was trying to not be spoiled on the Oscars, so I didn't watch it like really pay attention to it. And I don't really like anybody, but I don't hate anybody and I'm really sad that that one guy um, popped his Achilles tendon because I really I thought he would do well wow they must have him doing some physical stuff huh he was just running so he's a wimp yeah he's an old man so yeah so that's that so I also wanted to talk I know it's not TV related but it was on TV um, I thought the Oscars were pretty good I don't in general like Seth MacFarlane so but I don't hate him. He just kind of exists for me out there. I thought that there were sexist moments, and I didn't like the fat joke directed at Adele. And um, I thought Melissa McCarthy and Paul Rudd were hilarious because they always are whenever they do anything. I'm glad to see Jennifer Lawrence win. I'm glad to see that she fell and was totally cool cool about it, though. I wish that Anne Hathaway had fallen. <laughs> and not gotten up. 
because here's the thing like i don't have any problem with anne hathaway as an actor as a you know what the role she takes on i you know i loved her and things i've seen her in but it's the false modesty the fake humbleness the fake oh my god this is how it's 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 the same reason i don't like taylor swift Taylor Swift knows that she's going to win awards. She knows she's going to do well. She knows that people worship her and she acts like they don't. Like she acts like she's so surprised that it happens. Right. Anne Hathaway is the Taylor Swift of the movie world now with the whole, oh my God, I, did, I can't believe I won. Her she's, fake the only one, she's the only one in those categories that has pretty much won every single thing. Exactly. So it's, it shouldn't be a surprise. Exactly. Um, exactly. So, so when she pretends that like she's so surprised, and her she tries to make her acceptance speech sound so off the cuff, it's it sounds so rehearsed. When you have people like Ben Affleck getting up there and jumping and shouting and saying how terrible his marriage is to his wife, you know, it's it's real. It's like he doesn't mean to say it. And Jennifer Lawrence is up there and she's like, I know you're all standing because I fell. Whatever, sit back down. And DDL gets up and he's just you know funny and he didn't write it ahead of time he makes a joke about Meryl Streep like it all seems real and she doesn't right. and my problem is I don't like people who just seem so fake right well you know that was awesome too because it sounded like he was going to say something really serious DDL yeah because he like pauses and he starts talking and then he just makes that joke which was hilarious I thought oh my god and he's like I, you know I was scheduled to play Mark Thatcher and you're like what what is this man talking about but then it makes you realize that like he can do no wrong and he is now the first person to ever win his third lead actor Oscar Uh, meanwhile Tom Hanks is out trying to find a role so he can come back and get a third but he needs to do a comedy he was funny he needs to do a dry like seven psychopaths comedy I would love it I don't know I liked the singing and dancing um, I thought Adele was fantastic. I thought Jennifer Hudson was fantastic. Um, I thought that, I mean, Seth MacFarlane is a great voice when he sings. And I actually right. thought the boobs was funny. The what? The boob song. I thought it was funny. The boob song? Well, you know what I thought was weird about his intro was it was a lot about Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. I can't remember where I read it, but I think uh, the thing that I saw was somebody said that, uh, the, the first Oscar host that was uh, auditioning for his own variety show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was and, all and right. And his intro I, was so, was so weird and sort of bipolar, I thought, because it sort of threw everything in the mix. Yeah. Like he didn't know what exactly to do, so he just did it all. And I don't understand why specifically Chicago. I mean, I know that because the producers of the Oscars last night were the producers of Chicago, but I just don't well, understand why. It was the 10th why anniversary it was so... of its. It's the 10th anniversary of its big win at the I Oscars, it won in 2002. and this was, and this was a no. It won in. Well, that's what they said. It was the 10th anniversary of it. Oh, okay. Um, and um, also, they were highlighting musicals, so it was the last big musical to win Best Picture. Yeah, and then Les Mis, I thought their performance was terrible. And I will say this, Anne Hathaway, spoiler alert, her character's dead before that song even happens. Right. Right. It, anyway. Anyway. I thought uh, Shirley Bassey was awesome, too. She was great. She's 76 years old. The woman is incredible. I know, right? And she built it out the end of the song. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. I thought Barbara was fine. I mean, I'm not a huge Barbara Streisand fan, but I thought she was fine. Well, at least we didn't have to pay $2,000 to listen to her. Exactly. Uh, exactly. 
I just, I was really happy to see that Hugh Jackman and Bradley Cooper raced to help their, you know, Jennifer up when she fell. So I thought that was great. Um, they were the only two guys in the audience that ran to her. She's just so awesome. I just want the world for her because I think that she seems, whether it's her, it's her fake persona or not, her, like, whatever she puts on seems real. She seems like... She's backstage giving the you know the finger to someone off camera and everybody captures it. It's just like the epitome of what she's like. I don't know. I just love it. I always watch the Oscars. I always enjoy it. Um, and I only really saw Silver Linings Playbook, but good for everything else that won. Yeah, well, I saw well, I saw all of them. I did the AMC Best Picture Showcase over the last two Saturdays. Saw four, oh, nice. four movies on one Saturday and five movies on the next Saturday. Wow. Which is uh, the second Saturday was about uh, like thirteen hours <laughs> in the theater. No way, I could never do it. <laughs> well, it's twelve hours. With there was an hour dinner break in there, and you know, oh, there's, okay. a, there's a few minutes between each movie and stuff. But but for the most part, I watched the opening of the Oscars and then read about who won later. because you know? yeah. <laughs> I was watching, like I was watching Vikings and <laughs> and stuff. While the Oscars was going on, did you have a favorite Oscar movie that you watched? I really liked Argo. I I thought of all the of all the movies that were nominated for Best Picture, I thought it was it was the Best Picture. Yeah. Guess what? It won Best Picture. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> so that all worked out. I mean, um, there was. I mean, so you there, was, there were a couple of the movies like like really Beasts of the Southern Wild. Like I didn't get it. I don't get why it was even. <laughs> nominated and then like silver Linings playbook was it was a perfectly fine movie but it i didn't you know it wasn't best picture oh my god i loved that movie and uh you know and then I don't like and then there were some of the other movies that were in the middle that all had you know like lincoln was good but overly long and mm. and sort of too slowly paced uh at at times yet with that i'll say that on the <laughs> this last saturday when I watched uh, Beasts of the Southern Wild, which is 93 minutes, and then Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Linings Playbook, and Zero Dark Thirty, all that have two-plus hour to two-hour and 40-minute runtimes, Beasts of the Southern Wild was the longest movie of all <laughs> of them. Huh. I don't know. I enjoy the Oscars, so we'll see what happens, and maybe next year I'll make a more concerted effort to actually see the movies. Yeah, well, mostly after seeing all the seeing all the movies. Granted, it's hard when you you expand the best picture category from five to nine. It's hard to fit everybody into where you're all the other categories where you still only have five. Mm-hmm. But I think I think actually Ang Lee as as best director is is probably a pretty good choice. But I also think of all the people that were nominated, the idea that Catherine Bigelow and and uh, Ben Affleck were not nominated. Yeah, was was ridiculous. There you have it. There's our take on the Oscars. What's everybody else's thoughts? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's now time to end this show because <laughs> <laughs> it's beginning to be as long as the Oscars. Yeah, because I feel like we're in an Oscar ceremony right now. <laughs> well, you know, if 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 we now did another segment it would be much like lincoln oh my god where you think the movie is about to end and then it goes on does it end oh my god he gets shot how does it go on no there's 
that's the that's the part where it feels tacked on where the main oh. the main story is about the 13th amendment and the 13th amendment passes and then it goes a, a long period of time you know jumping forward and stuff and of some other things that happen and then him being shot and that's the end of the movie but all Spoiler that other, alert. Yeah. <laughs> but all that Link other stuff shot. but all that other stuff happens it it feels like the movie should have ended already. Mm. You know, even though you know that's the end of Lincoln's story, the main story of the movie takes place over like six weeks. And so all this other jumping in time and stuff like that around it feels, it felt added on for like, you ha- you didn't really have to tell that part of the story. Everybody knows that part of the story. Interesting. The interesting part of the movie was their portrayal of, you know, how the 13th Amendment got passed. That was, you know... That was interesting. Anyway, that's the Oscars. Thank you, Kurt, for being on the show today. I think Kurt and I Thanks behaved for having ourselves. Me. Thanks for we having behaved me. ourselves. Yeah. So our song, our music today was provided, provided, provided by IODA PromoNet. The song is "TV Party" by the Asylum Street Spankers from their Mercurial title, put out by Yellow Dog Records. Um, and that's all she wrote. All right. All right. Part. All right. All right. Selling Matthew McConaughey. All right. All right. You should have um, your provide the music for us. Wait, what? What did you say, Kurt? I said you should have your brother provide the music for us. I should have my brother provide the music because right? my brother was awesome. Right? And I don't know what song he could sing for us. He doesn't sing anything about TV. He does, incidentally, have a song called The Boob Song, um, which is actually hilarious. Um, but anyway, that's for you guys all to find out another time. Um, <laughs> anywho, have a good night. Have, uh, it was good to talk to everybody. And now I'm going to go eat some grilled cheese. Sounds good. I had a grilled cheese last night. Oh my God. I can't eat any meat until Easter. So I'm having grilled cheese a lot. <laughs> Why can't you eat meat till Easter? I don't eat meat at all during Lent. Why not? Well, Catholics give it up on Fridays, but I, it's like the thing I'm giving up for Lent. Oh. You so know, you're like going to have chicken? What? You're going to have chicken? On Easter Sunday, maybe. That's the funny thing, though, because then this is just going on forever. But the thing is, on Easter Sunday, then, I don't like ham, and that's what my family has. Like, So I don't eat meat for 46 days, and then it's like, oh, and your celebration is ham. <laughs> so like in years past, I've had like a nice steak. I've had buffalo chicken. I've had chicken parmesan. Like I make myself my own Easter dinner that it consists of any meat you can find that's not ham. Why don't you like ham? I don't. I like lunch meat ham. I don't like ham ham. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know why. I just don't. You don't like what ham? You don't like like a honey roasted ham or something like that? Have them get a big old ham hock and make that. <laughs> I don't know that I would like that either. Um, anyway, this this conversation has gone crazy, so I'm going to go make my grilled cheese and leave you to it. Yes, this uh, Amory's been trying to end the podcast for five minutes now. It's true. I have been, and it's been unsuccessful. I should just hang up. All right, bye. I should just stop recording. <laughs> bye. I feel bad just hanging up. Anyway, all right, I'm off to watch TV and make... My girl cheese. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. We sit glued to the TV set all night. And every night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do. 
and watch TV and have a couple of brews. All right, Kurt. Yes. All right, Amory. Hello. All right. We are recording. We are. No um, cursing from now on. Huh? No cursing from now on. Um, I can't guarantee that I'm going to behave. <laughs> um, okay. That was the, that was your spoiler alert for... <laughs> that was a spoiler alert for last week. <laughs> from last week. All right, let's do this. Hello, and welcome to TV Times 3, episode number 170. On this episode, we've got a couple of news items. We'll be previewing... So i got to start over. We'll be... I'm going to start over from the top. Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 170. On this episode, we've got a couple of news items. We'll be previewing the spring 2003... <laughs> <laughs> no, 2003 schedule. Oh my god. Hello, and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 170.